We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. The coronavirus. There are fears a rapidly spreading virus has reached Australia. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in banned from entering the country. Christmas Island declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. who is well me uh you know I was sitting down earlier it was probably about midnight when I first sat down to record no, no more probably like two and you know I was, did some takes wasn't really happy with it wasn't really clear which direction I wanted to go today so I walked down to the gas station and you know I, I, I go to the same gas station down the street from my house for years you know, pretty much I was born and raised in the city that I'm in. And uh, went down there. You know, most of the clips was a newer guy I've been getting to know. And me and him were, you know, standing outside and having a cigarette shooting the shit. And uh, he brought up uh, he brought up Netflix. And I told him I don't really own any streaming services. The only one I have is Amazon Prime. And that's just because, you know, I uh, push, push this back a little bit. So I'm not blowing your ears out. Uh, that's only because I pay for Amazon Prime for the shipping, so you know, I get the streaming services of but throw in. Side note, Nef uh, Amazon, please, for the love of God, do something with the Tick series. I keep waiting for something new to happen with the Tick, and it's like nothing ever fucking happens, sadly. Uh, but, me and the clerk shot the shit for a minute, and he was like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, just got my Netflix membership paid, I was where I wasn't going to make the payment, blah, 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 blah. He's like, but they've been losing a lot of customers lately. And the last thing I knew about Netflix is I had heard that they were getting hit with some sort of uh, uh, court case over the movie Cuties, but I didn't really know much about it. You know, 
I used to cover a lot more pop culture related stuff on this show a long time ago, but I switched it up, focused more on politics and things like that, so I thought, you know, I'll poke my head into it. And yeah, there's a lot of actually interesting stuff going on over Netflix. This is an, uh, a slightly older article, but we have another article that's kind of new, and they've been bleeding memberships. But yeah, me and him just stood outside and we talked for probably about an hour. No one was really pulling in, it was a dead night at the gas station. So, drink my Red Bull, hit my vape, have a cigarette, you know, the healthiest of combinations. Came home, started doing some research on Netflix, and I found some pretty interesting things. So, <clears throat> one thing I want to address is, uh, I like to read whole articles. I, uh, I don't know, I, I try to find a place where, when I read the articles, I, I feel like they can just move on. Or sometimes the article's really long, and... It starts getting information we've already covered through other articles. I'm just going to move on from it. But, uh, you know, I, I like to give like, the full context to the articles. I think the thing is my speed. I, I need to read a little quicker. But, that being said, you know, I, I, I know what my 2 o'clock is going to be for today. But, as for my 9 o'clock upload, we're going to be talking about Netflix. We're starting off with a little more of the culture war slash social media pop culture sphere thing. With Elon Musk lately, I feel like I've been finding myself uh, talking about this topic a lot more. Oh, side note. You can also listen to this show in its podcast form, wherever you get your podcast. Same spelling. You can also just type in James Madison, like the president, and it should pop right on up. That being said, without any further ado, let's get into this episode of Inside Four Walls. Inside Four Walls. Now, I was kind of surprised, so I go on Ground News, and all the articles I could find talking about this were either, uh, like, like there was no part of party affiliation, they were just random sounding head, like, news names. They, 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 they sounded like various, uh, I don't know, they, they, the names of these articles, of these sites, they read more like user names, not like, uh, news sources of any kind, so I just went with the local route. We're over here at an ABC affiliate, KLTV, for our first article, we have three articles to get into. This article is from March 8th, 2020, by KTRE Data Media Staff, so no specific person is credited. Texas lawyers for Netflix are seeking injunctive relief from the Tyler County District Attorney's lawsuit against the 2020 film Judy's. On Sunday, it was reported that a Tyler County grand jury has indicted Netflix Incorporated over the film, charging the California-based streaming service with, quote, promotion of lewd visual material depicting children, which is a fancy uh, way of saying child pornography distribution. Or, you know, just to play it safe, I'll throw an allegedly in there just to, you know, watch my back a little bit. The Texas, or sorry, the text of the indictment states that Netflix knowingly promotes, quote, visual material which depict lewd exhibition of the uh, nether regions or pubic area of clothed or partially clothed. clothed child who was younger than 18 years of age. At the time, the visual material was created which appeals to the p- 
coherent interest in sex and has no serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. So if you're wondering why I had a weird pause where I just kind of went, I was reading somewhere that certain uh, combinations of phrases and words triggers algorithms that would uh, restrict the spread of your material. So reading that sentence, I was thinking the first half of it combined with the last half of it might set off a, a system algorithm, but I wanted to give it a gap. See that does anything. Small channel right now, you know, feeling it out, seeing what systems are and are not in place. And now that this is going up, not just on uh, my my you know podcast networks, it's going to go up on visual networks as a as a show going forward. I'm just trying to you know do as much research as I can. You know, if I'm uh, going to try to make this a serious thing, I want to do all the reading and research possible to figure out how these algorithms are working on different sites and YouTube. Oh my goodness, YouTube is a nightmare. <clears throat> and no one seems to know how it actually works. This is a side rant here. No one seems to really understand the YouTube algorithm. There's a billion theories going around on what it promotes, what it doesn't promote, what it looks for, what it shadow bans, what's monetizable, what's demonetizable. It, there is no consistent information on that. And apparently YouTube doesn't really tell people what its algorithm actually promotes because when you do what it says it promotes, you go nowhere. But meanwhile, certain people experiment and explore different routes and then they kick it off. Uh, I still say if you want to try and make this like a serious thing, you got to get on like Rumble, these other video platforms with little uh, competition on or these new, you know, the ones that are closer to the original days of uh, YouTube. And I'm going to spend my day today getting accounts on a bunch of other uh, streaming services like Odyssey and BitChute and whatnot and get uploading there and uh, I'll, I'll have a, an end card with all my links and social media in it. I know this is kind of random and out of place here, uh, I have a little notepad here with pinpoints on it because I get a little scattered brained, especially when I'm on no sleep. I got a bunch of video footage I'm editing together, I'll be going up on this channel later. So I've just been uh, up all night as you probably gathered from the beginning of this episode. So forgive the random little rant I just uh, went on there. Now. Cuties, uh, for context on that, that is a French film, and it is, <sighs> the first time it came to my attention was watching the Shoe on Head video, where she, uh, goes into it, and then Tim talked, Tim Poole talked about it, and Crowder talked about it, and, uh, that was really it for my experience to it, leading this, I watched the, uh, trailer for it again, it is, uh, Tyler's and Tiara's, Mm, but with the like even worse instead of making your kid into a you know disturbing runway model thing you turn them into a stripper thing and that's kind of it Tyler's and Tiara's on a stripper pole you get cuties except for they actually dress them in like what would be considered like real stripper outfits so it's disturbingly so that's cuties uh Extremely controversial when it came out for good reason. Uh, people called for it to be taken down. It never did. And then I believe this is the drama I really remember about it. Um, the same week Cuties went up, Netflix put a. Uh, and this is only like because of the memes. 
I remember this. Uh, they put like the trigger warning on Blazing Saddles, and people were like really cuties, but trigger warning on Blazing Saddles, and that kicked off a whole other little argument that people like Salty Cracker and Yellow Flash and Nerd Rotic were talking about more so than the other mainstream political uh, uh, pundits and analyst type people like like what I do. Also, just go check out all those channels I just listed. Um, but let's get into the article. <clears throat> However, lawyers for Netflix argue the lawsuit brought by Tyler County District Attorney Lucas Babin suing with Babin is an attack on Netflix's constitutional right and therefore has no ground for standing. Quote, also, side note, I'm surprised that there is not a Law and Crime article about this. I, I googled it. Law and Crime has not talked about this at all, which is unfortunate because that's who I was really hoping to read from. Law and Crime is my preferred uh, site for anything legal. Quote, as Babin is well aware, cuties violates no laws. <sighs> I've never actually watched it, but from the reviews I've read from the reactions I've seen of it, 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 it does seem like there is some extremely disturbing content in there that gets a lot of like really disgusted reactions. And when I've watched or seen YouTubers react to it, they don't show a single clip from it. And when they have talked about it, and this, like I said, it's people like Shuan Head, uh, you go over to, you know, Band.Video, you have your fucking wide selection of people watching over there. Uh, <laughs> Sleazy P. Martini talked about it too. But everybody, the only people I heard when they were like, the reason why I'm not using any clips from this is because it's disturbing, I don't want any fucking copyright on it. So, I don't know, man. It's, uh, like I said, I've never actually seen it. And I know there's a lot of, uh, People tend to overreact to, to certain shit, but it's a French film. I, I don't know if it was dubbed over to English or not, but you know, I, I just on like the outside approach to this, and somebody who's never seen it, I don't know what the French laws are there. I it should not be watchable here, and I don't. Th I think it should just be banned outright. But if we're going to go with the libertarian argument on this, it should just be banned in the U.S. and then other countries can handle it how they deem fit. And if the U.S. government tells Netflix to take it down, Netflix doesn't, then you proceed with it from there as a lawsuit or uh, you take it to court and you can set president with it or not. Um, they, they use too much, too much shit that they use. They, they, play, uh, they play the, it's art or it's a uh, creative expression. They always want to, like, fanciful this disgusting fetish... Uh, uh, can't speak this morning. Uh, fetishization uh, of youth. And in this situation, it's not so much to... It's not so much introducing um, sex and gender fetish shit to kids. It's using kids as a form of expression for that kind of shit. Which is extremely disturbing. There's this old... Uh, movie. It's on my mom's uh, Shirley Temple collection, and I, I, it's on there. I was a little kid when I saw it. It's called, um, I, I googled it too. It's called Baby Burlesque. It was an American movie made by Warner Brothers, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's like, 
toddler and infant kids walking around in like bur burlesque clothing. Uh, you can look it up yourself, read up on it. It is disturbing, but this kind of content, as fucked up as it is, has already has seemed to always exist. And <sighs> the reason this harms kids, right? Even if you want to argue there is some artistic merit to it, these kids are gonna grow up, right? These kids are gonna have this video out there. And you could make fun of the, of the Nirvana kid, you know, the, the baby in the Nirvana album that grew up and sued, even though he had, like, bragged about being the Nirvana baby for 30 years or whatever at that fucking point. He still sued the band and tried to get it taken down. These kids are going to grow up, and they could genuinely be disgusted by this and want it taken down, and then they could set legal precedent for, like, or they could set up cases to sue and talk about their parents made the deals and they didn't, you know. It's just a big fucking clusterfuck, and I don't understand why you can't use adults in substitute. Right? If you're gonna try and make a movie in this nature, and you want to play the argument of, oh, well, it's for artistic whatever, then you can use adults, and then just have the context be what the context is. Even then, it's still a disturbing thought that somebody would have to combine these two things. Also, it's Hollywood makes it very hard when people are like, you know, Hollywood's uh, it, like, oh, oh, what the hell is it? Just an example. People always talk about how like Disney, you know, oh, you know, the Disney kids, you know, it goes on with the executives at Disney and the kids there. And then you get the don't say gay stuff with Disney where they're like, oh, they're pushing this BS, blah, 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 blah. And then you got the, the sex trafficking shit going on in Florida with the Disney park there. And then they get their self-governance status pulled there. You know, and then you go look into Disney, it's like, yeah, Disney has been, Project Veritas has been busting the cover on this for years. Especially more right now, like, it seems like every couple of weeks there's a bunch of, there's a handful of new videos or, or leaked whistleblower stuff from Project Veritas around Disney. And they got, like, those leaked Zoom calls where they're talking about how Disney encouraged them to slip in LGBTQ shit. So there's actual effort. So when people have been saying for years that there's a, a, a push from Hollywood to groom kids, and you know, including me, rolls her eyes like, yeah, sure, no, they're just trying to make money, it's just a shitty, sleazy way to do it. It's like, no, wow, no, there's actually a fucking agenda to do it. And then they're like, yeah, and they're in bed with big tech Silicon Valley. It's like, no, they're not. And then Cuties goes up. They refuse to take down Cuties, even though there's valid reason in this country to condemn it and have it taken down. Um, <clears throat> and I hate saying that. But my cons I don't give a fuck if another country allows this degenerate bullshit in their borders. That's their degenerate country to access. And if anybody here accesses it through VPN, they're fucking degenerates. You'll never be able, and we're having an honest conversation about this, you will never be able to keep content like this out of people who are determined, of ha determined enough hands by any means. They're like banning it, blocking it, censoring it. They're still going to find a way to it. Unfortunately, where there's a degenerate fucking will is a degenerate fucking way. And people will find it, not to mention you have other more abstract means like Tor, which you can access through the Tor browser or Onion. You know, you, there's a wide array of, of back, pan, back pages and shit. Now, shout out to the various white hackers who've been out there. Like, there's a lot of people who really put a grind out there. And I don't know anybody who does it. <laughs> But you will come across articles talking about, you can Google it, there are, there's a group of, like, white hacks, and if you know what hacking is, it, or, or like, what terms are in the hacking area, and I only know, like, normie shit about it, um, white hats, who are, like, the good ones, 
they've been uh, busting people and like leaking information about people who have this kind of content or who make this kind of content online and to public authorities and they've been doing it for years. Uh, if I can find it, I'll drop a link to it. There's a, a Cassidy Campbell on YouTube. He's uh, He does like the, the Chris Hansen stuff but in real life too. Um, and then there's this guy, uh, it's like Jest or something. And what he'll do is he'll find like these people and then get them into like seemingly like transactional conversations and in real time leak the conversations to authorities and live stream the conversations as they happen or uh, whatever he does. Or I think what he does is like what I do with these episodes where he films them and then he clips out the disturbing like pictures and shit. And then he uploads the edit out. I'll have to find it. It's, it's Jest or something. Uh, the last one he did, I saw was like... Nine, ten months ago. And in it, he uh, found this dude who ran some... Uh, like... I don't know. Some sort of online distribution center. And he found out like his gamer tag. And he got on a, on a lobby with him. And then with everybody on speaker, or like, you know, everybody, like, in the lobby listening, he just starts, like, fucking rattling off this dude's information. Now, I never, uh, I never okay doxing in any way, but in this context, it's, it's kind of fucking based, if we're being honest. Um, <clears throat> but long story short, man, it's disturbing how there's this deep connection running between like Disney, Netflix, uh, you have that foot guy from Nickelodeon too, and all these other streaming services to push this sort of, um, I don't understand why there's such a sudden push to hypersexualize shit towards kids. Now, there's been, always been some sort of, uh, you know, uh, you know, arousing material slipped into certain things like, like, uh, the, the, the fucking secretary from Powerpuff Girls, right? Or, uh, you know, they've always slipped shit in more for the parents. Uh, Bikini Bottom, Spongebob, Krusty Krabs, and Bikini Bottom, next to the Chum Bucket. You know, you have all those jokes, and then you have, like, you know, Dexter's mom, when she bends over in that one scene, or whoever it is, that character in, in Dexter's laboratory, and, like, her pants say trophy on it. It's a trophy wife joke for the parents. They, they've always had things like that in there for kids, but it was never, the joke was never targeted at kids, and there was at least an attempt, I'm not saying that it always worked, but there was at least an attempt to try and make it so it would go over the kid's head and land right in the parent's lap, joke intended. Um, but it seems like in the last couple of years there's been a push to really target this kind of shit at kids. Um, and one of the, in a weird way, one, one of the only, one of the only good things I can think of that came out of the pandemic, right, was that kids were doing school online and the parents were like, wait, why are you asking me not to be in the, in, in the room with my kid while they're doing their schoolwork? And it's just like, well, it's against the rule. What fucking rules? No. And then parents, like, you know, parents would sit like off camera and like film and record these YouTube videos of this. Uh, again, Project Veritas has videos similar to this too. And they would film what these what these teachers were teaching these kids. And granted, most of the footage came from states like California, uh, New York, and other Democrat stronghold places. Illinois was another one. 
there was a case of it in Michigan somewhere too, but I'm I'm really foggy on where and when that was. But it was semi recently, I want to say. I want to say it was like in the last year or two. But it made parents more explicitly aware of like what they were teaching their kids. And another thing that not even on exposing the like the creepy groomy shit with the with the kids. Um, it also exposed to a lot of adults how poorly ran the public school education system is. You know, there were kid, there were parents watching their third grader learn things that they learned in fifth grade. You know, they're like, these kids are learning things that I learned like two grades later. Or, uh, you know, these kids are, are in fifth grade and they're learning third grade stuff. What the hell? These kids are in fifth grade. Why are they what, reading... You know how, how come they're they're reading, you know, helping be good books. How come they're help? Why are they reading Goosebumps books? Like I, I've referenced before, I got a I got a nephew who's in school, and homeboy is in fifth grade. You know what his teacher gave him as reading material? She gave his ass uh Michigan Adventures, or uh, it's it's like a Goosebumps series, but targeted towards Great Lakes. You know, Michigan kind of stuff, and I'm just looking at this book, I'm like, really, dude? I was never a huge reader, but, like, this and Magic Treehouse were, like, first and second grade reading, dog. By the time, I was, by the time we were in fifth grade, we were reading things like The Raft, The Hatchet, uh, uh, there's this one book all about this dude doing a, you know, He's an Eskimo delivering ma- like mail. He gets caught in a blizzard based on a true story. We're reading that in fifth grade. You know, Animal Farm was like a fifth or sixth grade book, and these kids aren't even going to be reading that till like seventh or eighth grade. I think I was in high school the next time I heard uh, like Animal Farm get brought up, and it's like, you know, so a bunch of parents were also opened up to, wow, the school system has really dumbed down these kids. This is why kids are so damn stupid, and not only that. They're teaching them what seems like really basic, easy shit, and these are two adults, and to me, who's already sat through this shit when they actually try to teach it, I guess at some point, I guess they really try to teach it in my generation, comparatively, because I remember my sister being like, man, school's so much easier now that you're in it, and I'm like, man, fuck you, and now I'm looking at my nephew doing it, and I'm like, shit, school is super easy now, what the hell? And it's also super scary, because they got this indoctrination shit. And unfortunately, my family's entirely based on my poor nephew. He's based as they come, and he's sitting there, and he's like, mm, this is dumb. Like, they have, uh, you know, there's not a mask mandate in our schools, but, like, teachers try to peer pressure you into it. And other, uh, <clears throat> and other, like, and only that, like, like, teachers will peer pressure you, and then they'll encourage other students to join in on peer pressuring you into wearing a mask or complying with what they want you to do. That's fucked up, man. Uh, I don't know how I got to public schools. I don't know how my rant got here. Um, I'm just looking at the clock now. It's been 24 minutes, and I've spent most of this episode just ranting. So, uh, yeah, completely sorry about that. <clears throat> okay. They have also conceded that Cuties is not a criminal, is not criminal, but has serious political, literary, and artistic value. The filings stated, quote, but this one prosecutor out of all prosecutors in America has indicted Netflix not just once, but five times. Each indictment violates the United States Constitution 
and comes in retaliation against Netflix's exercise in its First Amendment speech. Its First Amendment rights to free speech and to petition the government for redness, for redress. Enough is enough. Hold on, hold on. What? I don't. I just don't see where this is grounds for expression, dude. Again, I, 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 this movie is gonna hurt these kids. They're gonna grow up, and they're gonna deeply regret being in this fucking movie. Again, I haven't actually fucking seen it. I don't have a Netflix account. I've never had a Netflix account. Uh, I've bummed them, or I've used Netflix at other people's houses who had Netflix accounts. Fuck paying for that. I Amazon Prime is a much better deal because you get express, you get rapid shipping and everything. You know, Amazon Prime, and not only that, even if you're not buying shit, you still gotta watch a bunch of free shit. There you go. And they got some really good shows. Granted, most of their good programming superhero based and themed, like The Boys, The Tick, um, uh, Invincible. That's another one. But yeah, I don't see where free speech comes into this. These kids are being exploited for money. And I don't care who your target audience is with a production like this. You're going to draw in a really creepy audience really quickly. Okay, groomer. According to a... A synthesis on the Netflix website, Cuties was released in 2020, and it is related to TVMA, which is TV for Mature Audience. Quote, 11-year-old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family's traditions when she becomes fascinated with a free-spirited dance crew. It's a nice way of saying strippers. End quote. The Netflix synthesis states... The filing additionally describes the film as a, quote, coming-of-age tale and social commentary about the negative influences of social media and the hyper-sexualization of young girls. So the thing you're trying to condemn, you do explicitly in the actions you're taking to condemn it. Something about the quote of, in your efforts to kill monsters don't become the monster should be here, but I, I just can't figure out where that would fit, you know? The filing further describes Babin's suit as retaliatory. Quote, Babin purports to have watched Cuties. He therefore knows the character and content of the film. As Tyler County's lead criminal lawyer, Babin should therefore know that he has no legal or factual basis for any of his five indictments, and Babin has all but admitted that he bought his newly filed and he brought his newly filed indictments in retaliation for Netflix's exercises and Netflix exercising of its statutory and constitution <coughs> constitutional right to challenge the original indictment through a pretrial writ of whew, habeas corpus Babin conduct makes clear that there will be no end to Babin's abuse of his prosecutorial powers without intervention by this court. Netflix thus files this complaint under 42 USC 
whatever that symbol is, 1983, and seeks a temporary restraining order and preliminary and permanent injunctive relief to end Babin's unlawful and unconstitutional campaign. The filing stated a hearing regarding this filing for injunctive relief has yet to be scheduled. Can I just call this episode Netflix Files a Restraining Order Against Texas Lawman? But that being said, this is the end of this article, again, from KLTV, and it's just credited to the digital staff, published March 8th, 2022. Now we have another article to get into, and then we have one more after that. Ouch! Netflix loses over $50 billion after announcing subscription losses and price increases. Time will tell how the streamer will recover from this. Published by Margarita Bastos. And this is over at Calendar. Or heard of Calendar? I cannot speak to their validity, but this is one of the first articles that came up, so we're going to go with it. Published April 22nd, 2022. Netflix announced this Tuesday, April 19th, that it had lost an exponential number of subscribers, partially because of the ongoing war in Ukraine. Uh huh. And now, after the streamer announced its plans to charge more money for people who engage in sharing their accounts outside of their households, Netflix shares have plummeted to record low numbers. Yeah, and here's the thing, when you guys announce you're going to start charging more people who share accounts, and I'm not exactly sure how they're going to monitor this, probably by seeing like, how far away the accounts are, and like if there's a, a TV watching in one living room, or like in an address somewhere, and then there's another account watching in another address somewhere else, then you know two or three of those, they, they might take be able to monitor that, or... You know, you know, oh, this account, this one profile has like three people watching on it, you know, we need to do something about that. But they used to encourage sharing. They wanted people to share the passwords. They said, we don't care, go ahead. We want to grow. We want to grow. And, you know, it's kind of funny, though. I, I remember when, uh, I remember laughing when I found out that, you know, Blockbuster said there would be no future for Netflix and that they were, uh, I believe the quote was, an inevitably doomed endeavor. Well, I guess who's laughing now? Remember I said this, by the way. After a decade of incredible growth, Netflix has reached what is likely its lowest point. Mm. <laughs> no, that was probably Stranger Things Season 3. Or 4. And probably the new one, too. The company's stock was already down more than 40%, and now the streaming platform shares have declined an additional 35%, which resulted in a 50 Billion, b b billion loss in the market capitalization. The biggest loss for Netflix to date. On Wednesday, April 20th, Netflix's stock amounted to 226.19 per share. Earlier this year, the streaming service lost 49 billion in market gap after Q4. Quarter four. Subscribers added ads did not do well and marked a slowing of its previous growth. As a result of this unexpected plunge in stock value, famous billionaire investor William Ackman, Ackman liquidated a $1.1 billion investment on Netflix. Ackman's hedge fund 
Pershing Square Capital Management has purchased the shares of a mere have purchased the shares a mere three months ago. Remember, three months ago. I wonder if something happened four months ago that spurred on something that happened that spurred this on to happen three months ago. Anyway, according to BBC News, Ackman explained his decision by writing, quote, while Netflix Netflix Netflix's business is fundamentally simple to understand, in light of recent events, we have lost confidence in our ability to predict the company's future prospects with sufficient degree of certainty. Between January of this year and March, the company lost 200,000 subscribers, and it expects to lose another 2 million between April and June. Read, Reed Hastings, co-CEO of Netflix, justified that this fall in subscribers is to be blamed partially on, quote, great competition, yeah, from CNN Plus, I'm sure, as well as the crackdown on the estimated 100 million households which share their passwords without any additional payments. As a plan of action, Netflix is going to shoot itself in the foot. I'm sorry, I misread that. Netflix announced a plan to increase prices for users with sub-accounts. Yeah, your subleases up, bitch. Outside their household. In addition, streamer plans to launch a cheaper ad-supported tier. Oh boy, something that is common for other streaming services such as Hulu and music platform Spotify and YouTube Music and YouTube as a whole. Bunch. Also, this movie right here, dude, they did Black Bolt. So fucking dirty. That shit gave me nightmares. That movie was rated PG-13. That is a... Not a great movie, but there are... You need to watch just for some of the fucking death scenes in it. I, I, you know, this is... I can't believe they brought back Xavier. They even had to... Had him in his fucking little hover thing and everything. Man... Man, I already said too much. Spoiler alert, but damn, dog. Damn, they did that. They did so many characters. They did Black Bolt the dirtiest. The dirtiest, dude. Go watch that movie. Watch it once. You'll never want to see it again, but there are some scenes that are worth watching it at least once. Anyway, moving on. According to Variety, Oh, by the way, the only reason why the Grim Reaper in the thumbnail of this video has the gay Zimbabwe flag on it is because this character, this little little little, little shark stain right here, she uh, she wears one, and they focus in on it a few times. They give that money. According to Variety, Hastings made a comment Tuesday saying, "Quote: I know it's very disappointing for investors, and it is for sure, but intentionally." But internally, we're really gearing up, and this is like our movement, to sh our moment to shine. This is when it all matters, and we're super focused on achieving those objectives and getting back into our investors. Good graces, end quote. In spite of all these losses, Netflix is still a, is still a global leading streamer with over 220 million subscribers. The following months will determine how investors, as well as subscribers, regard the platform's changes. You can stream Netflix's extensive catalog now with a subscription plan. 
that is the end of this article. Uh, again, this is from Colander by uh, Margriada Bastos, published April 22nd, 2022. Now, <laughs> what happened three months ago? Okay, so three months ago, right? We got some. Uh, we, we we got some new plans. We we we're, we're gonna try out, but what? happened maybe say four months ago to spur on such a sudden instant change three months ago and I mean big change we go to Timcast in the news section with a big business tag Netflix adds anti-censorship selection to corporate culture memo quote Get the fuck out. The quote actually says, quote, if you find it hard to support our content, breadth, Netflix may not be the best place for you. The streaming service has advised employees. pushback that I've been predicting is here. And there's no use running from it. It's too many people have been jarred. You and this is too like the elite. Not that they would ever watch this. You didn't go after just the people who were politically initiated. You didn't just go after college kids, no. You set your greedy little meatuses on the entire population of this country. There are consequences for that kind of bold action. To be fair, it almost worked. It almost worked. You were so close to achieving your goals. But the pushback's here. Oh yeah. The news pushback is here, the independent press stomping the corporate media. A24 Studios? 
best films being made in history are being made independently right now. Streaming services are in the gutters. People are actually going out to see movies again. And certain streaming services are making a huge wave. You know, like the Daily Wire. CNN Plus is dead. It died less than a month after it launched. And it's being bought out by a conservative, a conservative Trump supporter is buying CNN. Folks, they've lost it. They've lost the grip. They've lost the narrative. Everywhere you look, the Ministry of Truth and all this, man, it's just propaganda. And let me tell you, if they were winning, the propaganda wouldn't be necessary. You only propagandize those you are feeding, not those you beaten. Folks, we are still winning this war. The culture war is far from over, and we have only just begun to fight. And I am enjoying watching the culture war unfold, and it's crazy to think how long this has been going on. And yes, no, this is totally part of the culture war. Netflix being hit with these lawsuits, Netflix going through and now trying to purge its whole little staff. Remember when um, Netflix was trying to get, when employees were threatening to do a walkout and get Dave, unless Dave Chappelle was pulled off Netflix? And then they did, and it was all of, like, seven people outside. And it was just the chubbiest, most unfuckable people you've ever seen. There you go. A loud, obnoxious minority. And now it shows. Now let's get into this article. Netflix adds anti-censorship section to corporate culture memo. Quote, if you find it hard to support our content... Netflix may not be the best place for you. The streaming service has advised employees. By Hannah Claire Brimlow, published May 13th, 2022. And by the way, we're going to get into what happened four months ago that inspired the change three months ago. It's just such a funny fucking plot twist. Such a plot twist. I didn't believe it when I came across it. Streaming giant Netflix revised its company culture guidelines for the first time in five years to seek, quote, excellent excellence. This includes asking employees to demonstrate fiscal responsibility and embrace anti-censorship practices. The document was originally a 225-slide presentation created by co-founder Reed Hastings in 2009 to regulate the company without a traditional corporate structure netflix's culture <clears throat> culture focuses on employees decision making candid feedback and maintaining a quote dream team standard now title quote netflix culture seeking excellence and quote the guideline has been updated seemingly to support the company following a period of poor performance the platform added spending, quote, members' money wisely, end quote, to its, quote, valued behaviors, and adding some Orwellian-sounding structure right there. I'm sorry, John Doe 2245. That was not seen as valued behavior. Tell me I'm wrong. That is some, like, Orwellian government shit right there. That was 
not value behavior job. Garfield said, mocking his owner. <laughs> Urging employees to prioritize the company's financial bottom line after reporting it lost roughly 200,000 subscribers during the first fiscal quarter of... Okay, they're saying first. Here the other article said... Was it fourth? Yeah, fourth fiscal quarter. So keep that in mind. There's a discrepancy here. First financial quarter of 2024. I don't know who's right and who's wrong. Again, uh, I, I, I would... I, if you had me put my money on it, I would say Tim, Tim Cass is right. But moving on. The news included in the company's April financial report marks the first time in over a decade that the service has lost customers' shares in Netflix fell 25% following the report's publication. Quote, our revenue growth has slowed considerably as a result of, uh, sorry, as our results and forecasts below show, Netflix wrote in a letter to its shareholders, quote, COVID clouded the picture by significantly increasing our growth in 2020, leading us to believe that most of our slowing growth in 2021 was due to the COVID, was due to the COVID pull forward. COVID, the COVID pull forward. What the fuck is that? The company cited accounts, no seriously, what is the COVID pull forward? Um, are talking about like pulling out of the pandemic or the pandemic uh, continuing? What? It seems kind of like, like 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 a no shit thing. I can't understand a company that would be like, wow, during the pandemic, our user base is through the roof. The pandemic will end, right? Uh, like y'all didn't think the pandemic was gonna be ongoing forever, did you? Yeah, that's what fucking. Did you, did you know something? Um. But yeah, I, I can't imagine running a company like this and being like, well, everybody's locked down their homes. And this is, you know, our, 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 our subscription service is doing great. Make plans like this will never end. Um, bad news for you, bucko. It's a, it was a pandemic. It ended. People went back to work. People weren't home all day watching and vegetating out. But there's still a very large, large number of people who actually are. Who actually are. Many cited accounts sharing and competition from YouTube, Amazon, and Hulu as two of the biggest obstacles. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I think Hulu is probably more of a competition than Amazon is. Netflix also added a new section to its culture guidelines titled, quote, artistic expression. Quote, not everyone will like or agree with everything on our service. Clearly. While every title is different, we approach them based on the same set of principles, quote, or sorry, principles. We support the artistic expression of the creators and choose to work with, we program, uh, artistic expression of the creators we choose to work with, we program for a diversity of a diversity of audiences. Should it just be from for diverse for diverse audiences? Diversity of audiences. Seems kind of weird structurally. And taste. We let viewers decide what's appropriate for them. You got rid of the star rating system too. Fuck you. No, you don't. Appropriate for them. Versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voices, end quote. Uh actually question here. The thumbs up, thumbs down thing is fucking stupid. 
I, I, I think the superior rating system is stars. Netflix originally had stars, so did YouTube. And I always thought that worked way better. Uh, here's why. Because if you can do one star, one and a half star, two star, two and a half star, four, three star, three and a half, four, four and a half, five, five and a half, or just, you know, five star. Sorry, you don't need to do five and a half star. But if you know, you did like the star and star and a half system, it would give a much more accurate rating. You know, so with the uh, three and a half, they'd be like, all right, you know, it's, 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 I, you know, it's got medium production quality. Whatever, then you check it out. Maybe you really like it. And you're like, these people are bugging. This is a five star. You give it a five star review, and that three and a half goes into a four. And everyone, oh, bet it's a four, four star. You know, that, that, that's pretty damn good. That's like above average. Versus just thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs down. And when you take away the thumbs down button, this is this is more to YouTube, granted. When you take away the thumbs down button, it makes the thumbs up button completely fucking worthless. Uh, if you find it hard to support our content, Netflix may not be the best place for you, the company warns. In addition to promoting better financial judgment for tolerance and tolerance for a broader range of conflict content, Netflix added an, quote, ethical expectation policy, wherein employees are instructed to safeguard confidential information, quote, whether or not it is marked as confidential. Quote, Last fall, Netflix fired B. Paggles Minor, a leader of the company's internal transgender and non-binary employee resource group for allegedly leaking internal data about the metrics and money yeah, we covered this. From a company memo, Bloomberg News went on to publish reports NPR Paggles Minor. Minner is believed to have been angered into action after the streaming platform released Dave Chappelle's controversial comedy special, The Closer, which was supposed to be his last one. The Closer was supposed to be Dave Chappelle's last one. I think he saw the pushback and was like, nah, motherfucker, I need to stay. And he's going to stay. The last time Netflix added a noteworthy update to its company culture policies was in 2017. And that's that. Now, what happened four? What happened four months ago to inspire change three months ago? Now, this is more conspiracy theory, but humor me. Don't know what all this nonsense is back here. I don't play. Uh, basement dwarf simulators. Now, we go over to Geek Tyrant. Blockbuster is hoping to come back as a streaming service in New Plan. Published four months ago by Jessica Fisher. Now, there's a handful of articles about this, and they all seem to say similar art, similar things. This is just a smaller, more condensed article versus the one that's like massive. Now, we here at Geek Tyrant used to, used to spend a lot of time at Blockbuster Video. It was the place to be on the weekends, picking up the brand new releases or a classic favorite to watch with friends or family. Now, movie rental places are a thing at the not true. There's a family video and a Hollywood video still open by my house. Picking up brand new releases or classic favorites to watch with family and friends. Now, movie rental rental places are a thing of the past. 
and we have streaming services to serve the same purpose. But what if those two worlds merged? Blockbuster's Dead on Arrival, or DAO, sorry, uh, Blockbuster's DAO is a new social media handle that is trying to generate $5 million to buy the intellectual property rights to the Blockbuster video brand from Dish Network, its current owner. Like I said, it's not. I'm goofing around. This is a gaffe, but it's still kind of fun. There's still one Blockbuster uh, store actually still open. And Blockbuster has been talking about it for a little while, about coming back as a, as a streaming service. Look up, uh, you know, maybe I can find it. Yeah, I, I, I thought I remembered hearing about this. Yeah, Blockbuster almost had its own indoor theme park. It, it just barely didn't exist, actually. They even bought, like, the, the zoning rights I made. I'll, I'll leave this uh, link in the description below. It might not be the best article on it. But, uh, yeah, Netflix, uh, Blockbuster, they bought the rights to the building and everything. They just almost, just about almost had it up and running, actually. They were very close. generate $5 million to buy the intellectual property rights to the Blockbuster Video brand from Dish Network, its current owner. The plan, according to FX Empire, who first reported the plan via comic book, is to rebuild Blockbuster as a streaming service that they hope will revolutionize the film industry. A DAO, or Decentralized Anonymous Organization, would run the blockchain and automate most decision, ostensibly putting more power into the hands of viewers to determine the future of licenses and original programming on the streaming service, and eliminating human error. Could this lead to a streamer that actually has the old movies we want to watch like when we would visit the video store? Maybe, but the report goes on to point out that Dish would likely see five million as a low, as too low for an offer. The company bought Blockbuster for three hundred and twenty million in two thousand eleven, and closed its remaining stores. Uh, I'm wrong. Stores and DVD by mail services in twenty fourteen. The collapse of video rental industry was already well underway, so it is likely that the original purchase price was the value of Blockbuster's name and brand. Yeah, that's gonna be worth so little now. Blockbuster DAO hopes to finance their attempt via the sale of Blockbuster's DOA NFT mint price at whatever the hell that is, probably euro, 0.13 euro each. So if you want to own a piece of what they are hoping is the future of the film industry, you can check out Blockbuster. This article will be in the description if you want to go buy this. But that brings us to the end of this uh, episode of Inside Four Walls, a little more ranty than I had anticipated, but we got out just under an hour, uh, by the time this goes live on YouTube, it will be uploaded its entirety on Spotify and other streams, and other 
streaming service, other podcast networks. Uh, and my two o'clock upload today will be about Elon Musk halting his uh, his purchase of Twitter, and we'll go on and find out why he did that, and what we know now, 24 hours after that was announced. Anyway, that being said, this has been Inside Four Wall. I've been your host, James Madison. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, share it out with your friends. Help us grow. We are a small channel, and it'd be yeah, it'd be cool to see. I don't know. Oh, we got on the podcast. We got 112 people on the podcast on YouTube. We got 121. Uh, we got like 100. 1516 over on Instagram. So let's see if we can maybe round this up to 200 across social media by the end of the year. Probably not. It's a lofty, lofty goal, but it's always fun to have. That being said, I'll catch you. America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.